Hello, and welcome to Tours Bar podcast special segment I like to call Kilobytes Corner. I am your host, Kilobyte, and joining me on today's episode is Onyx Prime. Thanks for joining. Hello, listeners, and no problem, Kilo. Thought you could use the company for today's episode. Moving on with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Transformers Heart of Darkness Volume 4. And as always, spoiler warning, if you haven't read it already, we highly recommend you go and read it, then come back and listen to the podcast. Click the subscribe button if you enjoy our content, or hit the like on this video. Now, onward with the podcast. Now, Onyx, you've read this comic before, right? That is correct. Would you mind giving us a short summary and a few fun facts before we dive right in? Sure. For fun facts, the first issue in this series was released March 23rd, 2011. The fourth and final one was released June 29th, 2011. The writer was Dan Abnett and Andy Lanny. Artist was, uh, I'm going to butcher this one, uh, Ulysses Farinas? I'm so sorry. And colors by Andrew Crossley. So our first fact, in issue two, the psychedelic dead universe imagery on pages 14 and 15 include a stream of floating representations of several incarnations of Galatron and Megatron. And their voice actors, some of them including Frank Welker's head, Leonard Nimoy's head, Galvatron, G1 Megatron, and many more. Number two, in issue four, Galvatron somehow knows Rodimus, which is interesting given he's been trapped in a dead universe, and let alone Rodimus's name change from Hot Rod. I found that interesting when I read it too. <laughs> so for a short summary, after Galvatron is reborn through the energies given to him by the Dark Matrix, he is filled with visions of an approaching evil. He decides to raise the dead and turn them into his army of sweeps to fight against the evil Devoid. Who will be successful? Let's find out. And as always, this information was taken from the wiki. Awesome. Are you ready to start? Uh, I believe so. Awesome. We start off with Galvatron and his seekers exploring Gorlam Prime, finding it devoid of life. Yet Galvatron is looking for a sign, and he won't stop until he finds it. What could he be looking for, Onyx? Oh boy. The first time when I read this many, many years ago, I had no idea what Galvatron was up to. I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he... he... He seems uh, determined to find something in, the, in this dead planet. So. Right, and for our YouTube viewers, you're going to see some images here, and uh, you'll, you'll find out why. It's very distracting. Yeah, the, yeah, the art is surely different than what we've seen before. It's out of this world. <laughs> Especially the imagery. Like, uh, when certain things happen to our characters, the, the imagery depicted uh, on them and around them is just kind of... Like, nothing we've seen so far. I, I'd say. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Oh, no problem. Shall we Shall we move on? Absolutely. Uh, later, Galvatron and his team get ambushed by RC and Hardhead. They manage to capture Hardhead, but RC escapes. They project Hardhead memories and find out that population of Gorlam Prime has walked into a sphere as if they were mind-controlled. Sounds pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. This, like, I don't know what you would do in that situation because they just became, like, zombified and they just walked to what looked like their deaths. Yeah, it's, it's, it was kind of a shocker when I read to this part because we, you know, we find out that all the population of this planet just walks into the spheres and disappears into it. And, and, and they've been walking, like, their eyes are grayed out, like, as if they, as if they were offline. 
and they just kept walking forward and disappearing one by one until there's nothing left. And I'm like, that's it's kind of scary. It's like, what is what is going on? It's a big mystery. It is a big mystery. Uh, but we do find out what it, what's inside. Uh, Galvatron decides to enter the sphere, and what what does he find? What does he find inside, Onyx? He starts tripping. No, he's, he finds uh, Devoid, an ancient Decepticon god stuck in the dead universe. Gavatron sees crazy visions of skeletons, other incarnations of himself, including voice actors for some reason, while breaking the fourth wall much. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of crazy imagery. This was probably one of the better scenes, seeing all the crazy stuff. There's this, there's like this one scene. Can't remember if it's like a lead up to this or not, but um, Calvatron has like this look where he's got like a big chest and a little head, and it feels very much like that Captain America perspective meme. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was hilarious. Yeah, we should we should put a, an image on there so they can they can compare it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, but like once once he enters, you can see uh, like a bunch of eyes looking at him. Kind of feels like Lovecraftian horror because there's like tentacles pulling at him. He loses all his external uh, plating, and now you can see his exoskeleton. Uh, kind of reminded me of the the Terminator skeleton, uh, and he's just going crazy. They're pulling him, and he's like, "No, you you won't have me." And I'm like, "Oh my god, what, what is going on here?" But he manages to pull himself out uh, by shooting his blaster, his cannon. By the power of the heart of darkness. By the power of the heart of darkness as well. Wait, that's the name of the comic. <laughs> but he manages to escape this uh, scenario. And he decides to create a strong army enough to defeat the Devoid. Uh, so they, they travel to a planet called Spindrift and start uh, resurrecting every Cybertronian corpse left on the planet. Which is scary that he can do that and disturbing at the same time you know these these cybertronians fought here who knows how many years ago and he just comes along and starts resurrecting them bringing them back to life and say you you will join my cause and uh, it just feels like an army of zombies at this point like one of my favorite resurrections here is when he resurrects a uh a titan master from a organic crab species spaceship or pirate ship i don't know how you want to save it quote unquote saves them from being attacked by this other monster unrelated uh <laughs> and it's it's funny it's it's great uh because like we never see the crabs again like he he saves them and then we never see them again ever yeah i, I thought it was funny because there's a there's a panel where uh, after they rescue the the titan master was it or a headmaster kind of get it uh they said Titan Master, Tinkerbox, or Tinkerbox, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. The, yeah, so the, the, they rescue the Titan Master and they they leave, and so the, the 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 crab people they don't understand what's happening, and they're like, Is that on our ship all along? Did they save us? Did they want us? Did they want to destroy us? And then there's a panel they say. Uh, I think they saved us, Captain, kind of. And the, you see their ship gulf in flames kind of drifting downwards. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, they're going down. Yeah, they're they're not going to survive this. And they're they're on a planet where it's like everything's floating. So if they go down, I don't think they'll ever hit bottom. <laughs> they no. just keep drifting. Probably a gaseous planet. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I thought that was that was pretty funny. Poor 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 crab people. Crab people. So once Galvatron resurrects his army and uh, he he's gathered them and told them uh, what's to come, the evil they're facing. Uh, they travel to a planet called Daikaria. Sorry if I butchered that name. Uh, which is another planet that holds a similar sphere, just like the one in Gorlem Prime. But this time he meets an old friend. Who is this old friend, Onyx? So he finds a, a broken Jaxus who has been tortured for years by Arcee and Hardhead for good reasons, and we'll figure that out in another issue down the line. But um, Galvatron repairs him through magical Heart of Darkness powers. At this point, Galvatron can do anything, really. He can raise the dead, he can fix anybody, uh, he, he can't die himself. Yeah, he's like a necromancer. Yeah, he's just making a, an army of undead. Uh, but we also come face to face with Nemesis Prime. And I like this coloring for Nemesis Prime because he's white and light blue, which kind of reminds me of uh, Ultra Magnus colors without his armor. Yeah. Which I like. But this one, he's way bigger. He he also has a kind of like a, an appearance kind of like Seda Prime from uh, Megatron Origins. So having these two mixed together is um i think pretty cool pretty interesting and i'm glad it's not another clone of optimus yeah yeah and for the listeners out there this incarnation of nemesis prime also goes by the name of nova prime and also known as what else is he known as kilobyte uh, he's also known as the void yes so the void like takes over nova prime's body and i kind of like the the art for this transformation i like it too it does remind me of a demon i wonder if uh uh, our friend Heximus knows them. Oh, we'll have to let them know. Yeah, uh, but it's just creepy. It has an eye in the middle of the forehead, an eye in uh, its chest, and like it has a mandibles of jaws. It looks like flesh took over the mechanical parts, but it's still part mechanical. It's very unsettling, but it, I guess in a good way. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the point. It's supposed to look as creepy as possible. Yeah, and it it definitely hits the nail on the the on the head. Is that what is that how the human says? Is it coffin? Is it nail on the head? I don't know. I think you're right. I think it's nail on the head. I digress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, so that's probably my uh, last favorite design of this. There's a lot of other stuff in this that's um, interesting perspectives. Yeah, I think that was one of the fun uh, aspects of it, seeing this transformation. And then, of course, Galvatron and his army uh, fight uh, this entity off. They don't kill it. They end up pushing it back into the sphere, causing the sphere to uh, implode. And so they, they manage to block off one of the entrances from the, the void into uh, our universe. But there's still more. He's still not out. Which also makes me feel kind of a little bit sad for Omega Supreme because he was waiting for Nova's return all these years and he's been lost to the debt universe and now it's being controlled by this entity so he'll he'll never get his his revenge his revenge huh yeah well he he if I'm not mistaken in uh he wanted his revenge on on Nova uh for what he did right that's why he was up in the cold fronts of Cybertron where Optimus and Ironhide found him yeah I don't think it's necessarily revenge he was mostly like guarding Cybertron from his return. Oh, okay. Kind of so if he showed up he would just protect them no matter what. 
but the yeah he's defending but he could you know so he did something to make him think that nova's gonna do harm to cybertron which could Absolutely. be this he could have found out that he ended up being controlled by the void who knows right and now that i'm thinking out loud i think it kind of makes sense now <laughs> well i think he was worried about what he was going to do to the population because when nova prime was in charge it was all about expansion mm. anyway that's not in this comic but yes <laughs> It yeah. would have been interesting to see Omega Supreme v Nova Prime. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. So after defeating Nemesis, or the Void, closing the portal, Glavotron decides to enlist the help of the Autobots. Since the Void is still out there, yet the Autobots decline the invitation. I know the Autobots don't trust Galvatron for the things he's done in the past, but you know sometimes you gotta think that they could be right there's something greater coming and for the greater good that we must team up so I'm, I'm interested to see what happens in the in the later comics if we get to revisit this and uh see maybe the autobots teaming up with galvatron and defeating the void yeah well do you think that'll happen or do you think there's going to be conflict i hope it'll happen i think megatron if megatron shows up there might be conflict there um but i feel like galvatron is being sincere uh at least like letting everybody know that there's a bigger entity i know i feel like it's very hard to believe but i feel like the autobots tend to find the the good in others and they might team up yeah we'll see <laughs> i know you know but so i'm um, i'm hoping that happens if, if not then let's see what happens but i'm still excited you'll definitely get a show Ooh, okay i'm trying to see i'm interested in see what form the the void takes uh with the returning so yeah it's gonna knock your socks off mm. <laughs> do i even wear socks do i have to buy some i've been wearing earth socks this whole time you what are you been doing yeah look look how cozy these things are oh they they, they yeah. look cozy i should get yeah. a pair how, how yeah. what size are those are they even big enough uh quadruple xl quadruple xl okay yeah. i'll make a note and I'll, I'll order some from the intergalactic exchange yes order them do not steal them <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway what's our next segment uh our next segment is in the end galvatron heads to cybertron after being declined and he sets up the defenses because he knows that the void's true objective is cybertron so he wants cybertrons to be the first line of defense against this entity and that's that's about it that's the the end of the comic which i'm excited to see more i'm, I'm I really i really want to see where this story goes uh i know the art is uh kind of all over the place and everything but i do want to see more of galvatron and uh, i like his design uh uh, I like some some scenes he looks uh, pretty cool like especially the last one his he's he, he has his eyes wide open which looks kind of scary i like that there are different entities megatron and galvatron and can't wait to see where these alliances go from from here how about alliances. you uh yeah i'm excited to see this for the fourth time unfold fourth time unfold. <laughs> <laughs> okay well for rod star rating what would you what would you give this uh let's make the main host go first uh, i see I'll remember that the next time we do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think I'll give it a 1.5. Wow, harsh. I have not seen you give it uh, any comic that low of a score. Like I like I've said in the D&D, I can't be mean. But uh, this one, the, <laughs> the art just doesn't do it for me. It's just kind of distracting. The story was very good and very fun, but the, the art just kind of doesn't really inspire me to reread it again. <laughs> Yeah, now you know how uh, Computron feels. That's why he's not here today. <laughs> I see. I understand now. Uh, yeah, 
I would probably give it a one. One. It's a it's an interesting concept. Uh, I'll give it that. Although the execution in this one probably like not even just the art, like some of the writing is extremely hard to read, or it just feels forced to say. And in the first comic, there's a lot of exposition dump. I just feel like it could be a very interesting plot point. And I would like to see something like this revisited or redone in a future series or one-off or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's my take on this. Yeah. Well, shall we move on? Absolutely. Okay. So we don't have any emails today, but if you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. That's S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. Any ending thoughts? Do you have any new toys? Anything else you'd like to talk about? Oh boy, any new toys since last time? Um, I do not have any new toys, unfortunately. I don't have enough uh, shelf space, so I have not gotten any new toys. Are you ready for Transformers Chaos Theory? Oh, absolutely. I'm ready to get out of this one and go to the next one. <laughs> that one, that one's, I really like that one. It was very fun. Well, uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. And as always, thank you so much for listening to All Are One. To All Are One. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you are interested in more content, try checking out the spinoff D&D Transform and Rollout Rise of the World Killers. Let's tune in for a preview now. Better start acting like we're caught. Yeah. Whatever's coming down there. Yeah, yeah. You guys are a big trouble. Yep, yep. Totally. Oh, no. <laughs> Please Whoa, get on your hands and knees. You okay, that's getting a little weird. Bags. That's getting a little weird. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut that bit. Um, this came. Exhilarating. There is also a YouTube channel with bonus content. Link will be provided below. End transmission.